The VC Show is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, but you must be 21 or older. The VC Show, let's go, doing the part with Roz. We got the sports on deck for our audience. Whether it's big news, hot topics, updates, straight facts, storytelling, breakdowns, a special guest. VC Show, let's go, it's time to turn it out. The VC Show, let's go. What's up, what's up, family? Welcome to the VC Show, presented by Caesar Sportsbook on Omaha Audio. You know who it is, Vince Carter here alongside, you know, the queen, Roz. Go down with a Roz. We're back at it. What's going on? And what's going on? What's going on with you, Vince? First of all, we got to start the show off by wishing you a happy birthday. You just brought in your birthday. Yeah, so how was it? Talk, talk, how was your birthday? Um, 40, 46, yeah? Yeah, 46, 46. It's been chill and low-key. Um, I'm still not there yet, Roz. I have, uh, I have, you know, years i mean you know three years ago kobe kobe's passing that was on my birthday so um i tend when i wake up in the morning typically on my birthday now it's like you know everybody's you get you see the birthday you know wishes and everything and all of a sudden you see you know everything about kobe so it's kind of I, I tend to put my day aside like i like i did that night um to to really i, I still honor them i feel like it's their day uh, yes, it's my birthday, and but I'm not. I, I haven't been there yet. You know, it's been like I say, three years, and I still just don't feel like it's. It was. It's been. It's time to celebrate my birthday. That's just me personally. I, I mean, everybody else is. You know, I, I appreciate the wishes, and I. You know, I, I definitely respond back. As you know, it's just. You know, it, it's their day. I, I put a tweet out. You know, not only honoring them, but the other lives that were lost, because I just feel like it's important. And it was just a uh, very, you know, emotional, like, up and down day. It was just like, oh, your birthday, game on your birthday, cool, whatever. You know, I wasn't planning on doing much anyway. Obviously, on a game day, it's not much after a game to do. And then right before the game, hearing that, and, you know, you're just thinking back to, you know, we talked about, you know, I always talk about, and I talked about, I mentioned in that tweet how, you know, very appreciative, and maybe that's why. You know, I feel that way because Kobe, what Kobe was the one that helped me say the word retirement. And, uh, you know, I was like, this is my last year. This is my last year. You know, oh, you retired? Yeah, this is my last year. I just didn't feel comfortable saying so until I got the chance to see someone like Kobe, who's you know, obviously, you know, ultimate competitor, uh, happy, you know, in his world, being a coach, girl dad. And the, the the one of the things he said, you know, we have to being who we are, we have to enjoy taking care of our daughters and looking after them and so on and so forth. And I was like, Man, you're right, man. And just seeing the joy in his face and you can feel it, the vibe of how happy he was after knowing the type of competitor he was, I was like, Man, this guy can be this happy dissatisfied with retirement i can do do the same i'm I'm making the right decision and i can say retirement so that's uh i i think that has a lot to do with it so it's kind of showing my appreciation for where i am today as far as just happiness enjoying retirement uh you know 
and it, it, this day comes around, it's just like, I'm not there yet. You know, I'll celebrate my birthday again, you know, try to get next year, but you know, this is uh, Kobe and Gigi and the rest of those fallen um, members in, the, in that, on that, um, on that day. Yeah. So for you, like your boy, your birthday is less about you now, personally. It's like, yeah. are you still able to feel joy on your birthday? Oh yeah. I, I, I'm de- I definitely feel joy. Thankful, you know, you know, before I roll over, feet hit the bed. At least I say thank you, God. <laughs> I get to see another one. You know, I get to see another one. And you know, as you start getting, you know, in forty, you know, in the mid forties or mid forties, like you, you know, there's people who are who are who are passing that are close in age. And you, some, you know, and it's like, man, they're too young, going too soon. So I'm very thankful of uh, my know. opportunity uh, being on this earth and sharing my stories and loving That's life good. and loving people. So. Uh, but it's just, like I said, I'm just not, I'm, I'm, I'm almost there, almost there. And, 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 you know, and, and when I say that, I do mean not forgetting, but can still celebrate like, yes, it is my birthday. You know, my birthday's here, you know, like everyone else, I don't really go out and do all the stuff like that, but it's kind of like, you know, people are like, Hey, what do you want to do for your birthday? I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Like I'm, I'm enjoying the day, of course. And you know, doing what I do, I, you know, me, I'm put me on a golf course. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I play 18, right, right. 36, two rounds and that's, I'm good. And, and I kind of call yeah. it a day after that, but you know, we'll see, we'll see what next year brings. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And you know, I think there are a number of milestone days, um, where we still, you know, think about that tragic um, helicopter flight and all those that were lost and then Kobe um, and it it's like a bittersweetness to the tragedy of like him passing but the coincidence for you personally that it happened to be on your birthday and I know last episode you were sharing how much you two shared you know off the court you know obviously being great basketball players but in discussions of when to know when it's time to walk away from the game and um you know, diving into that next chapter of competitiveness as fathers. Um, and, you know, and, and for those watching right now, like literally just tap into the last episode, detailed that a lot. So, um, yeah, Vince, I mean, just appreciate the, you sharing glimpses at a really, you know, beautiful relationship that you had with Kobe. And it's funny like that. We all like everybody, whether they know him deeply or met him briefly kind of has us, a strong understanding of how they feel about Kobe or what they made him feel or what they took from interactions with him. So, but as we continue to discuss your birthday and, and sell, we celebrate you. We love you, fans. Like we love you here at the BC show. Um, we're enjoying the marination of our podcast and, um, you know, really getting to bring the best out of each other on this show. And actually we got another birthday. I want to make sure to shout out. So big shout out to our producer on the BC show. <laughs> yeah. Tucker. What up, Tucker? Yeah, Tucker. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> young man. <laughs> young buck, young buck. I think he just hit the yeah. big three O. So we wanna give big thanks and uh happy birthday to yeah, you. Yeah, man. Our friend. Yeah, enjoy that. Okay. There's a lot going on this time of year as we head into the top of February. Oof, that means in Trooper Bowl time coming up amongst us 
And I know you're a big football guy. I know your bucks mm-hmm. are not in it, and you've been you no know, <laughs> through it with your with therapy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a lot of excitement with the Eagles and the Chiefs uh, facing yeah. off in, in the Super Bowl uh, Fifty Seven. What are you most excited for in this matchup? Um, it's a lot of it's a lot of cool things that, that that's that's coming along with this um, parallels uh, two black quarterbacks. You know, first time in history. Um, you know, I, I think <laughs> I, I'll say this since since retirement, it's like I, I root for the underdog and and the guys who have cool stories. And 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 one thing about Jalen Hurts, uh, I'm rooting for this guy. I'm, I'm you know I'm not really the Eagles, but more so for him because of what they those you know experts say that he couldn't do and he wasn't good enough and so on and so forth and look at him now you know and he's on the on the biggest stage with an unbelievable opportunity now they're facing a well-oiled machine in the Kansas City Chiefs and, and Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and the laundry list of great players they have but it's just a pretty cool thing to see and it was just also you know I mean just to see Mahomes really answer the bell too it's like how great he is and we always give him his praises. People give him his praises, and yet they were doubting him. <laughs> you know, and it's just it was just crazy to see. You know that through injury, this guy still went out there and got it done. I mean, you could tell he was hobbled and whatnot, but man, he did his thing. It was an ugly game at first. Just like for the for two or three quarters, it was like, all right, cool, man, mm, all right, cool. <laughs> and then fourth quarter was just a lot of fireworks and. So it's gonna make for an awesome, awesome, awesome Super Bowl. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like it's kind of like you can go either way with this. I mean, obviously, if you're an Eagles fan and or a Chiefs okay. fan, but it's like, oh, who are you picking? It's like I don't know. You know, people obviously love Patrick Mahomes, but mm-hmm. a lot of people love what the Eagles and Jalen Hurts has done as well. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned two black quarterbacks meeting in the Super Bowl. Well, um, Jalen Hurts' agent is Nicole Lynn which would make her the first black woman to represent a Super Bowl quarterback, Super Bowl playing quarterback. Um, so very exciting, you know, a lot of history going on. You know, it's just, it's kind of crazy. Um, I'm sure, to, you know, hopefully, I'm hopeful that, you know, we at some point won't have to tell these first stories because it'll become more uh, normal and regular as we see more diversity at the top level of the, of the game on and off the field. But um you know, I also like the two weeks. You know, it gives it time for like teams to heal up. Patrick Mahomes seemed gimpy at the end, battled through that, still caught the W. Uh, there's also the Kelsey Bowl. I was so just about to say, are, yeah, that's yeah, crazy. So the brothers um, are going, you know, at it. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I thought it was cool. Travis said today, uh, said, well, my mom can't lose. <laughs> I was like, that's right. so cute. She's like, like, yeah, my son won. <laughs> where are the Campbell suit commercials for moments exactly yeah. like this? <laughs> yeah, they, they they deserve one. If they have it, if they don't have one in the works, you know, I hope they hear us and they get the one. They deserve it. Right, right, right. Give them the bad. Well, there's so many bad going around during Super Bowl. Um, all right. I mean, we talked about some of the bright spots. Um, obviously, one of the big storylines, which, you know, was just oh, just the way sports goes sometimes. Yeah. Like, so Joseph Osai like had a costly penalty, um, and 
that I, I don't believe that is a reason, you know, you don't win, but it's absolutely like these inches add up and it was a painful, very key moment at the end of the game. And so after the game, you can see Joseph sitting on the bench, 22 years old, just sobbing in his uniform. Um, and, you know, literally in post game in the locker room, one of his teammates, BJ Hill, stood up for him like a bodyguard while the media was around him and just like took questions and like like now nah, we're not answering that all right all right ask that a different way and just feel the different questions or whatnot and i think there's a lot of ways to look at what happened but i'll start with this how tough is it to lose on a on a stage like that and especially with so much pressure and keep the mindset of someone who's 22 i think that's that's the the key point to, to this question in my opinion is just obviously all players handle wins and losses differently. Uh, situations like this, uh, you know, as a 32-year-old, as an older player, maybe, you know, he, he understands the moment and still feels like it's his fault. I mean, it's just it's a moment every every player, every athlete wants to be on is the big stage. You know, and, and you want to, especially when you feel like you're one play away. Well, you're one game away one half away, then you're one play away to accomplishing that goal, like being in the NBA finals, uh, being in the, you know, the Super Bowl or getting to the national championship game twice and you're losing. I'm holding on to many, many years ago. Sorry. Uh, you know, when still hurts that or Mike Bibby and Andre Miller. Oh, those guys. They took away an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. That's not all. I'm I'm mad at Kendrick Perkins and Paul Pierce and uh, Kevin Garnett, too, who knocking my magic out. We were close. And then I'm mad at Allen Iverson for getting it done against us in game seven. So I I have a few people that I'm I'm still a little tight with. No, but, uh, you know, and and there's a situation. So, for instance, I missed the game-winning shot. Uh, I make that shot against the 76ers. We go on to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Milwaukee Bucks. Philadelphia ends up going to the finals to play against the Lakers. But And I just – I faced, faced the music head on, you know. I, I missed the shot. Like MJ said, you know, you you only – as good as the shots you don't take. And I, I was – I told Coach, give me the ball. I wanted to be in that moment. I wasn't afraid of it. I did go home and make sure I made that shot six or seven times and it won't happen again. And in essence, it happened again. I had a moment in Dallas where I made that shot against the San Antonio Spurs. So got a little redemption, but for the young man, man, it's just, it's hard to say something, you know, it's hard to, 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 to see otherwise in his mind, he feels like that penalty caused the game. However we see it, like we, we always say, there's other plays that, you know, things that we should have done, you know, to uh, that could have avoided this. True. But sometimes we look at it as, all right, but we got lucky and we got to this situation where we just get one stop and that happened, that penalty happened. And, you know, it's it's hard to, for him to feel that, that you know, that he it wasn't his fault. I mean, the penalty led to, and he just got caught up in a moment. He was doing his job. And he said, like he said, he just, he was so worried about, making sure that the, the clock continued to run, pushing pushing him back, and ended up getting a penalty. So, um, I'm sorry, yeah, Mahomes, it was, pushing him 
back and, and it ended up getting a penalty and led to a, a easier field goal. And Roz, we talked about it off off air. You were saying, yeah, you know, yes, it's not guaranteed, you know, just because it's yeah, closer like is going to make it. It's possible that they still could have, you know, kicked that field goal in, and, but it and, yeah, obviously sure. the the penalty brought them closer up, and that moment is very magnified. I guess as I'm sitting here looking at, it, I'm curious your thoughts. Like, do you think individual moments are more magnified in a, over the course of a football game or, or over the course of a basketball game? Because you mentioned missing a game-winning shot, but I, while I think you have the chance to win the game in a basketball game, I certainly wouldn't say. Vince missing that shot lost the game, but I just think basketball's moving too fluidly. There's too many moments to like easily isolate it. But I correct, you know, I'm sure there's varying opinions on that. So, you know, I feel like a football game is so much more about inches. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say final final moments, crunch time, last two minutes of a game. Either way, <laughs> like six minutes of an NBA game, but last two minutes of a game are where everything is magnified, you know, where heroes and villains are made, <laughs> in my opinion. I mean, you're a hero. You're a hero when you get it done in two minutes and you become a villain sometimes in, in, in because of whatever the case may be. So um, it's just unfortunate. I mean, you, you, you can see, like I said, if I, if I don't make that shot or if I make that shot, that outcome is different, you know, and you never know what my, what history looks like for me, you know, and I, uh, you know, I always wonder if I made that shot, what do we beat Milwaukee? Right. I get the chance or, to play in the finals, you know, so, you know, so it's just a lot of different, you know. Yeah. And, you know, look, the other side of that could be perhaps, you know, you feel more pain when it's something that was outside of your control, like maybe, you can own it if you miss the shot and loss, but it hurts more when you feel when like you can't control the opportunity to win was taken away, like with a referee's call. So bring me to mm -hmm. my transition. I see what you did there. Oh, come I on, see what segue. You did there. <laughs> so let's take it to now the NBA. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, LeBron obviously was very um, visibly emotionally upset with a missed call, a missed foul um, that ended up, you know, sending the game to overtime and then the Lakers not winning against the Celtics. And uh, Jason Tatum, um, LeBron's going to the lane hard. Jason Tatum, video, I mean, would show that there was contact to the arm. Now, some people would debate, you know, that, that little baby contact. But at the same time, it was contact to the arm. And later, the NBA Referees Union issued a very emotional apology after missing Jason Tatum fouling LeBron at the end of regulation uh, between Celtics Lakers Saturday. And it's more it was more emotional than usual. I'm actually going to read it out loud. The tweet uh, from NBA referees, official NBA refs, um, I felt like this was... Uh, my personal read on this tweet is that it's a lot, you know. <laughs> like everyone else, <laughs> um, referees make mistakes. Okay, that's so fair. We get it. We made one at the end of last night's game, and that is gut-wrenching for us. This play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to be the best ref referees we can be. I, I, you know, I like the, um, 
the overall ethos and energy of it, but I just feel like this is a lot coming from an official referee's account. We also have never in a regular season seen game. this much emotion from the referee's account on m- making mistakes on other games. So why this? So it was just a whole lot, but I'd love your reaction. Well, you know on... why. You know why. Yeah. You know why. But <laughs> come on, Ross, you know why. Why. <laughs> like, know why. like, oh man, LeBron was that bad? <laughs> Let me squeeze an apology. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> we I mean, I could... <laughs> Yeah, I could see if it's a, a regular season game. I mean, I know the players, I know the Lakers feel feel differently when I say this. And then you're like, come on, bro. Like, you know, the, every game means something to it. This no problem with will that. weigh heavily and cause that, sleepless nights for the entire say, referee group. <laughs> you, you, you cause a, a situation like that in the playoffs, I can understand that statement holding true. Right, know, because right. it just costs the team from yeah. moving forward, advancing. But in, in a regular season, I mean, it's just, you know. But I mean, yeah, but clearly they all feel reaction? bad about it. What did you think of LeBron's reaction? It was very animated. <laughs> it was animated. It was animated. Uh, I mean, it just, some people say it's a bit much. Okay, cool. It, but it also tells me typically, okay, typically as a, as a player, you, you shrug off a loss and you're, you're mad, whatever you say, what you got to say to the rest or out loud or you show your emotions and you walk off. This was a little different. This was a little different. So it tells me that he really wanted to win this game. He really wanted. This is a statement game for them. One of the best teams in the East, uh, a, a rising superstar. Who, in my opinion, and, and Jason Tatum, is uh, leading in the, in the MVP voting. I mean, he's not the leading scorer in the league, but I think you know I picked I picked Jason Tatum to win the MVP this year. I did, and so I'm sticking with that. I thought the Boston Celtics would go back. So this is a great test for them and this for LeBron to show, yeah, you guys are what you what you are, but I'm still me, and he wanted to win this game. So that's what those emotions told me. It showed me, yeah. So, but I mean, I, I mean, I thought it was a little much. Okay, yeah, it was it was a little much. I also too felt like, all right, you know, clearly the guy um, in year twenty, like if still holding on to a high level of passion for the game which is beautiful um i also felt like it was a snowball of the circumstances of the season like you know maybe if the if the lakers you know are sitting in a top eight seed in the west and all this and that you drop this game you're like ah man but you start to feel like you know every lakers game there's these moments where they can win it and it slips away and we're watching more and more visual um showing from LeBron of his frustration. You know, last the game before that, he was sitting on the bench with a towel over his head. Like, um, and I think you you feel for LeBron was chasing individual history, but certainly, you know, wants to compete for championships and the Lakers are certainly falling short of it. Yeah, but and, and it's also with with it's kind of individual, it falls into that category. The changing of the guard and LeBron not willing to allow these young men to feel like they are still it. I'm me, and I'm about to show you by winning winning games, leading your team to victory. That layup wins the game. You know, that puts them in a different, you know, I mean, it just, yes, they these two young stars who are superstars in this league who are probably going to be the future, and once LeBron is gone, going to be the it guys in the league. But that doesn't mean that he's ready to give right. that up to them, you know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like that's a lot in that. I've seen that with Steph Curry with some young guys that some guys that he's played against had big games just to let them know, okay, 
They say you're the next, kind of like me, but I'm gonna show you that not not yet. I'm not ready to give you that. And you see that a lot of guys. I mean, I I, I think playing against MJ, he you know when they they tried to tout us like our, our the young guys coming in, like they tried to say, oh, this is the next. I was like, first of all. I'm, I'm gonna be me. I'm not trying to be the next, but my MJ wanted to let y'all let us know, like, nah, bro, not yet. When I go away, you may have it. So I think that's that's definitely in the back of the, some of these superstars' mind, like, not yet. I'm still here, and I'm still, you know, this is still my show. I read that singular and individual reaction more as a, like a a breakdown feeling rather than like. A, a moment of defiance you know i felt like so I, I appreciate the read that you brought i also just i read it more as like everything piling on for lebron but i you know I, that first of all we're not lebron so it's hard to say what <laughs> and even for real that that was going through his mind at the time but um it it certainly like there were a lot of different reactions so like patrick beverly comes over to a ref with the camera <laughs> i said like a camera for a photographer to show the moment that, that lebron was fouled and you know look patrick beverly ends up getting attacked but it made for some good comedy huh <laughs> absolutely did like that's just pat bev being pat bev uh i mean there's a lot of emotion in this game and they wanted to prove their point they felt like it was a bad call and they wanted to let it be known and through LeBron's emotion, through Pat Bev with the camera, like he's like, Pat no, I, I need you to so see it. So funny, man! Like, yeah, like he he didn't uh, he needed y'all to know, like, slash, no. Slash, if you didn't see it on this big jumbotron, look right line. here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not trying to hear none of it. Check. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so another viral moment for Patrick Beverly, who also, as of late, I feel like more more common than not, has been. Um, having some pretty uh, boisterous moments with the media and, and reps post-game. And I, I feel like I see the Lakers pounding their chest, wanting more from each other, wanting more from the season, wanting more from how we talk about them. And I think, you know, you just got to focus on results on the court. You know, I think that's the only thing you can really control. Um, and I can already see, and Vince, you tell me how what you think about this, this would not be my read, but in my experience of how stories are told over time, the grandstanding, the public body language that shows being flabbergasted or that shows pouting or that shows dismay that you can't believe the team is in a situation. If it continues, you can see a storyline shift to, you know, are certain players, is LeBron grandstanding the teammates? Is he throwing the team under the bus with these types of action? What do you think? If it continues, I don't know. It's kind of like, I, 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 it's hard for me to say that would be the case because of how I felt about the, the what I saw. Uh, I thought it was more him wanting to win and, you know, showing that emotion and, you know, all of these things that I feel. I, um. It, it's kind of a let's wait and see, you know, if when it happens again, if it happens again, how it happens again, or why it happens, you know. And I think we can kind of decipher what's happening to this team. I, I, I personally think this team is fragile. They're like on the cusp sometimes, like of 
where where can this go? It's it, it's almost a crapshoot. Like they're they're still together. They're locked in. They have a great coach, you know, who believes and he's going to fight to the end. They have players who are going to do so as well. But I think until the trade deadline is over, they're fragile, personally, because it's like, all right, who who could be next over there? What's going to be the reason? Who could be? We're going to still hear Russ, 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 Russ until. We can't trade Russ. You know, I, I just think, and finally when that's over with, they can go with wherever they want. You know, they're, they're putting out the right energy, in my opinion, regardless of what we actually feel on the trade of mm-hmm. Rui Hachimura. Like, oh, he's a piece that can really help give us a push. You know, I know we sit back and look like, bro, they're 13th place right now. They ain't pushing what? Yeah. But at the same <laughs> time, what else would you say? Because if the Lakers yeah. organization said otherwise, then what? That's, yeah. There's another topic, you know. So I just feel like they're just—it's just. We always say a LeBron-led team should never be in this situation. They were put in this situation by whoever we feel is the culprit. You know, we know who we blame. We blame the GM. So, how do they dig themselves out of it? Winning games. Well, they're you know, that's why it's like they're, they're, they they need to win games and so on and so forth. It's just a lot. It's just a lot going on to kind of figure out what is the piece that propels them forward to have a chance. I, I mean, some people just say it's over. Like, I, can you imagine just the Lakers giving up right now and say, ah, next year? It, it just, they can't do it. It's, it's ready, especially when you, you know, play for the Lakers, such a legacy yeah, organization. That's what I'm like, saying. Yeah. You know, this is already something that a franchise would have to deal with and kind of have to figure out, you know, how do we work through our roster capabilities to compete? Um, but then you add the magnifying glass of like this is the Lakers, and you add mm-hmm. the other magnifying glass of like LeBron James is on <laughs> and everything that he says, and everything that he says because you remember he's like, oh, I expect better than this. I, I I'm here to win. I want to win. So we look at it like, okay, what is he saying? Who is he saying it to? So it's just like every right. day, like when something said, it's like now it's never going to be about basketball all the time for them, regardless of the record, right. because once their leader says anything or anything is said by their team coach, general manager. It's like, okay, what does that mean? We're trying to break it down. And it's just, it's a tough way to play. It's a tough way to play. And the expectations from everybody else, they have to play great basketball, which Thomas Bryan is playing outstanding basketball. I thought Kendrick Nunn was playing okay for for them. It's, you know, once he got back from injury, he started to get back in the rhythm and he's gone. So it's just like, where do you go? I, I think, We'll just see what happens, what they do, how things shake out after the trade deadline. And it's like, all right, this is what they're going to, this is what they have. This is what they're going to do. They go for it. Right, right. And I feel like it's such an interesting time around the NBA where you're listening to the quotes coming from, you know, executive staffs of teams, mm-hmm. top players, players on the trading block. You don't know who to believe, man. Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's hard to you believe players. To I'll believe- say that. I'll say it's hard to believe players because at the end of the day, we only know but so much. And then an executive can change their mind and make a trade at the drop of a dime. Like, oh, wait, you said I was good. You know, players so. Players are finding out just as we are on Twitter. Like, that's how that's quickly it's moving. Like, newsbreakers are tapping in with agents. They're tapping in with them trying to get the scoop. Like, oh, Florida, it's an interesting time. Everybody want to be the first uh, to drop, drop the bomb. They're trying to right. outdo Woj. Like, you can't outdo Woj. What are we doing here? Like, just Come think about that, Ross. When people drop stuff, you're like, wait, wait, is this real? What's the first thing you do if you hear something that's not from Woj? Go look at Woj, see what, what hey, Woj says. Like, news, chill. If he's reporting on it, no, news dropping is a 
from a broadcasting perspective is a very tough game to be a part of um and and to be a leader at you know but um that's a lot of hard work and sometimes thankless work with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino, every bet earns with Caesars Rewards. That means whether you win or lose, you're always earning towards perks like free stays at iconic Caesars properties, game tickets, dining, and more. And if you haven't started yet, here's a reminder. Your first bet is on Caesars, up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code OmahaFull and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a bet credit. Must be 21 or older, offer valid, and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit $1,250. Must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. No end to stop before you start gambling problem arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP colorado wyoming kansas affiliated with kansas crossing casino call 1-800-522-4700 indiana call 1-800-9-WITH-IT iowa call 1-800-BETS-OFF louisiana call 1-877-770-STOP licensed through horseshoe Bossier city and harris new orleans michigan call 1-800-270-7117 illinois maryland new jersey tennessee virginia west virginia pennsylvania affiliated with harris philadelphia if you or someone you know has a gambling problem crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537, or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK, or text HOPE-NEW-YORK, 467-369. Kick your feet up, you can find us on all platforms, in that form, so be the hottest on them platforms. Your family now, got to listen to what we talking about, the VC Show, let's go, it's time to turn it out. The VC Show, let's go, let's go, the VC LeBron um, continues to amaze, continues to redefine like what longevity looks like, get excellence at, at late stages of, of his personal career. And um, he's getting close to breaking Kareem's record and is, you know, it is approaching. Um, and he just sat out against the net on Monday. Um, so Vince, how significant is it for LeBron to break this record at home versus on the road? Do you expect him to strategically make sure that this happens in LA at home. I do. I, I think it's major for a lot of reasons. I think LeBron is basketball aficionado. He's very smart. His basketball IQ, his knowledge of the game, his knowledge of history, his respect for history and hall of famers and former players is top, 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 notch. So I think a moment like this, I think of Steph Curry, when he was breaking the record, who did he want in the building? <laughs> Ray Allen. He wanted to make sure Ray was there. You know, and, and, and I look at it, I look at this moment the same. Uh, yeah, it's easy to have try to, to fly Kareem to wherever those games on the road, but Kareem was a Laker. Kareem lives in L.A. He, he, he you know, they had their differences, but that just shows the respect. And I think this is showing the utmost respect. When you're talking about a record like this, <laughs> like who many people, I think we thought, I, I mean, I for sure, like, bro, who's catching, who's catching Kareem? You know, like, you know, a lot of people, we say if MJ didn't do it, if Kobe didn't do it, 
who's catching him? And then you see this guy, LeBron James, creeping, 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 passes Carmelo. Malone. Then you're like, whoa, bro, he is on, you know, he has an opportunity. So um, I, I think it's special. I, I think he wants his family there. We, uh, we know how important his family means to him and how he supports, they support each other being in the building. There again, it's easy to fly on the road and watch him win, but uh, uh, break the record, but it's nothing like doing this in LA for whatever. You, a, a current Laker player is passing a Hall of Fame Laker player. That should happen in LA, period. Very, very. I hope I can be there. That'll be a very you. exciting moment for all NBA fans. And shoot, Vince, I hope they make sure they get you a seat in there. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I'm cool with standing room only. I'm good. As long as I can see the court. <laughs> History for the special I just want to see the bucket, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, speaking of respect um, and the, all the respect we have for what LeBron is doing, there's other players getting it done. Um, let's start with the big men. You know, just when, when people were possibly getting comfortable with, like, this concept of, like, yo, Jokic might really do this for three straight MVPs, you know? Like, he might. And Beanie came through and in a, in a head-to-head matchup, dropped 47 points. And also, mind you, in a post-game interview, Embiid said, you know, spoke about the respect he has for Jokic as well. And it's been Embiid the last, you know, two times has fallen short on the MVP to Jokic, which, you know, really speaks about the level of the big man in the NBA. Um, and also with Giannis's play as well. But how much stock? Do you put into a game like that during what the league was having as NBA Rivals Week? They matched up Embiid and, and Jokic, and Embiid came out and dropped 47 points. I, I personally put a lot of stock in that because it's like you, you've fallen short twice. Okay. This is an opportunity, whether, you know, Jokic looks at it that way or not, for Embiid to show, hey, y'all still say, y'all say this guy could be the MVP for a third straight year. I feel like I'm the MVP, which he has said publicly. And you want to have your best game against the guy who one you falling short against once again. And two, the guy that is people feel like can win it again. So go out there and get it done. And they're, you know, I think it's a great robbery. And they both wanted to be on the floor and, and to the ball out. And Joel Embiid is playing lights out. I know I said I felt like Tatum will win it that's who i picked so i stick with it but man it's kind of like it's a it's a it's a day-to-day thing like i I, I say tatum good yeah i i, I talk about Let him but talk I, about I, I, I say many, yeah how many players could win mvp in your opinion because like even just to give you some stats to support what you're saying here like um look at all these players who are averaging 30 plus points per game so the nba record for the most players averaging over 30 points per game in a season in six. And this season, we've got Embiid uh, leading the way, 33.8. And then there's Luca at 33. Giannis, 31.7. Tatum, 31.1. Shea Gildas Alexander, just under 31 at 30.9. LeBron (laughs) at 30.2. And then Damian Lillard at 30.1. So that's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven? Ooh. That's one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just, mm. I feel I've won. There's so many high scoring games. And like, who legitimately, how many MVP candidates do you think there are right now, legitimately? 
I'm gonna look at that list alone. Embiid, Luca, Giannis, obviously Tatum. I, I, I'm gonna throw LeBron in there. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw LeBron in there. I think he's playing at a level. I mean, obviously his team is not doing, you know, you know, not playing well. So I mean, it, I, I feel like you have to. Yeah, and that's where LeBron to me drops down in the rankings because you have to. I, I think you gotta for what Embiid's doing, what 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 Tatum's doing. He's averaging thirty one point one. He's what you say. I think he's a fourth leading scorer in the league, and their team's n- number one. Like you, that means something. That means something. I think Luca. Luca is playing unreal basketball, but you know. You, you look at what I, I, I man four four guys, Embiid, Tatum, um, Jokic, Embiid, Tatum, Jokic, those three, Giannis, Giannis, those four, yeah, Giannis, yeah, those four, and, and then look, anything can... I, I still think Luca can, <laughs> should be in there right now. Absolutely, I mean it's like, like it's like it's the... hard to pick five. It's like I'm yeah. struggling. Like, there's legitimate and honestly a streak of a hot streak of games for like any of these teams, especially where there's such a jamma of you know teams to the middle of the pack. Like, could one put a team um, on a huge jump on the standings and also catapult an individual player to like, okay, that guy's the MVP. Like, took them over the hump, had a second half surge, all of that. And then we we also didn't even mention KD at one point before he got hurt. Yeah, the injury. This guy was balling, you know. So and that I mean I feel like like you're saying he can have a stretch uh, at the end of the season, you know, when he gets back, that can put him right back in it. So uh, I don't know. Uh, that's that's just that's him. Who's in the in the? I mean, I don't I mean, know if we throw John Morant there KD. yet. John Morant. Wild. I thought he was in here. Okay, so John Morant is an MVP candidate. Yeah, I mean, I think you could, you know, I think he's down. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's the top five, but he's right there in the top ten. He's top ten for sure. Uh, who could still, they, you know, they're number two. Um, um, our producer just threw in there that Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, um, averaging twenty nine points per game. Um, so that's I what I'm saying. Like, right it's there, just, it's unreal, man. I think the I think that signals a really exciting time for the NBA. You know, as we yeah. see. You know, um, some of like the generational talents that we've watched for so many years, getting a little bit older now, we're also showcasing like, hey, there's a lot of you know exciting talent um, already here wow. and coming as well. Think about this. So you said it's what? seven guys currently. I want to. I want to see, and I hope we can we can pin this. I want to see how many guys at the end of the year end up averaging 30 points. And here's why I say that, because I feel like in the standings, everybody's going to make that playoff push. Superstars are going to step their games up to really do for their teams to get themselves in a better position or get themselves in the play-in tournament or to get in the top six to where that number, like you look Donovan Mitchell at 27-9, when Cleveland's going to try to get, you know, they're right there on pushing for a top four seat, so they're going to need him to step his play up. I feel like it could end up, Eight, nine guys, like, at the end of the day, like, Morant's at 27-3, Kyrie's at 27-3, Trey Young, 27-3, Jalen Brown, 27. Like, it, these guys are right there. 
right there, you know, so uh, I, I'm just in, interested to see you, where we end up. What the, one of the craziest conversation pieces might be, we're literally sitting here talking about MB, you know, right there, just dropped 47 on Jokic now, MVP candidate. He's not an all-star starter. No. <laughs> you know, so it's just, um, it's, it, there's a lot going on. There's a ton this of is, talent. And I think it's a great time to be a basketball fan. Yes, I was about to say, it's literally, it's so many good teams, players, in those situations, somebody's going to get screwed over. That's, I mean, it's because it's that many guys to where you can say, yeah, Embiid. So who do you put in if if no Embiid right now? Who do you take out? From it's where? Like, th- as a starter. Yeah. He's not starting. You know, No, that's what I'm saying. Who would you take <laughs> out to put him in? That's what I'm saying. Who would you take out? Like, it's just, it's 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 tough. I mean, obviously, injuries, I'm sure, KD is a starter, I'm sure, right? So maybe he goes in there if, if you know, KD doesn't play, but I'm sure he'll be he'll be back by then. So it's hard. Biggest it's hard. question just... for me at the All-Star in Utah, are you going to be there, Ben? Probably not. <laughs> Probably but, not. Oh, they can get you out of the surprise dunk, uh, judge on the dunk contest? Oh, but I, you, you said surprise dunk. Too no. No, That's you said surprise, surprise dunk. No, I just no, said surprise dunk. No, they cannot. <laughs> I do know. I know. Hey, but hey, I will tell you, Roz, I did. I should have recorded that. I did on my birthday. I will say this. I uh, went to a gym and, you know, filmed myself to see if I could still dunk, do a little windmill. It's not a full windmill anymore, but, you know, I was able to pull it off, Little did a little backwards dunk. Start off with a little two-hand dunk and then try to do a little little quick windmill and I was like, all right, that's enough. Back Just was hurting. Week? Yeah, on the day of my birthday. I did okay. it in private. You know, I, I should okay. record it. I was just like I, 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 I like the the spirit movement. It's like, you know, I know Dr. J and I know uh Dominique uh dunks at least one time on their birthday. And I want to say Marquise Johnson. There's another one. There's a couple of guys that dunk every year on their birthday. And it's uh, trying to see how long they can kind of do this. And uh, I was like, you know what? Let's let's, let's see. You know, I, I, people are spe- expecting spectacular. And you're not getting spectacular, but, you know, I can still jump up there and turn around and, you know, do a little something. That is so impressive. Pretty, I, hey, next it time. It hurts so good, the though. Spirit. The spirit moving you, you know, and if you feel comfortable, you know, give us a glimpse on right. a glimpse of it on the BC show. Something exclusive for the fans out over here at BC show. Done. That's that's yeah. fair. Bet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start stretching now. <laughs> I'm not fair. Well, all this is fine, Vince. Thank you so much for hanging out. Yeah, always. You know, you know how we do. A lot of lot of good <laughs> stuff going on around the league. Um, I'm just interested to see, you know, a lot of, a lot of things I'm interested. In. I can't, I can't wait to see what, what the trade deadline looks like, who goes where, who stays put, who's surprised, who's not, who's shocked. They're like, it's going to be interesting. Like, I think we're going to come back on here talking about, bro, I didn't see that happening or yes, they finally got it done. So, uh, uh I mean, there's a couple of teams. I don't know who you have on your radar real quick, for straight, who you looking, who you're interested in seeing who makes moves. I, I, I'll say Lakers in Dallas. Okay. Like, are they are they are they laying are they low? Or are they gonna make a move? Yeah. Are they gonna blow up? I feel like that's like a huge story. I mean, obviously, everybody's wondering what the we've been wondering what the Lakers are gonna do from the top of the season. I think Dallas um, is another one for me. 
Yeah, what, what gets him over do? the hump to be a true contender mm-hmm. from just, you know, another flame out mm-hmm. somewhere in the playoffs? You know, can they get more help for Luka? Um, but it's what about the Clippers? Exciting. Yeah. Like they're flying low well, under the radar. Do they, you know, what happens there? I'm just curious. It's hard to tell, too, exactly what teams are because so many have been either resting players or injured. So, like, yep. I feel like that's a common storyline where, like, I've seen a number of teams, like, look at the Heat. You know, started the season yes. with so many injuries. It was really mm-hmm. hard to tell where they were, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, and, and then even a team like like the Hawks, you know, where there's trade rumors around them, and that's, that's the team you cover. And then also... Mm-hmm the drama that was part of the first part of the season. Like, could you clean mm-hmm. that up and have a stronger finish? So mm-hmm. I think, I think that, I think it's an exciting time where I don't trust what anybody's saying. <laughs> I think a lot, I, I honestly, I feel like a lot of players, a lot of guys are going to get moved uh, this year. I, I just, I don't know why. I just feel like we're going to be like, yo, and it's, it's going to be like the beginning of the year where it's going to be different guys, different place, faces in different places. Well, one thing that I've been hearing consistently from players is like this energy of it's wide open. Why not us? Like we can do it, you know, like because it is a lot of mashup yeah. of yeah, teams, of you know, all through the standings. So I, I, I sense that more than more so than ever, like players and obviously like executives feeling like if there was a time to make a push that could. We're one piece away. <laughs> you know, you, you know, know they say we're one thing. piece away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All, all right, Ben. Right, you gonna wrap us up? Well, good people, we appreciate you as always. Your family now, as usual. Hope you guys enjoy the great topics. But you know what? We'll see you later. Until next time. Let's go. Let's